Hey, you're listening to the Debt-Free CEO Podcast, where you'll learn ways to manage your finances in your personal or business life to set you on the path to debt-free and on to financial freedom. I'm Megan, your debt-free finance coach, former high school math teacher, now a debt-free entrepreneur. In 2021, I paid off $53,000 worth of debt in 12 months so that I could walk away from the classroom. Whether you're on the path to debt-free or looking for ways to manage your finances better, you're in the right place. Walking the path to financial freedom doesn't have to be lonely. We're in this together. Hey friends, welcome back. I'm excited for today's episode. Today I'm going to be talking about what debt to pay off first. And the goal of this episode is to help you understand and organize what debt to start off with first when it comes to attacking all of the consumer debt that you have. So hopefully by the end of this episode, you will be able to identify a plan for yourself or at least have some tools and resources in your pocket so that you can get started because sometimes that's just half the battle is one, knowing where to start and two, actually starting. So before I get started, I want to make sure that you have my budget template that you can grab here in the show notes or on my website. And I also have a free community for you to join. And this community is live via Facebook. And it's really just a place for us to come together and to do the step-free journey together, right? Nobody likes to do things alone. You can come there, ask questions. You can come there and get help, whatever it is that you need. We're all in this together. And that is my little hub slash community for us to do this journey together with. Let's get started. So most Americans have some sort of consumer debt, car payments, credit cards, medical debt. If you went to college, then you have school loans, or maybe you had to take out a personal loan for whatever life circumstance you got yourself into. With debt, though, oftentimes it can be extremely overwhelming on where to start first. Sometimes just knowing that we got ourselves into that situation is overwhelming and negatively affecting our mindset enough to where we do nothing instead of taking action, right? Sometimes we really just have to start taking action somewhere, anywhere to get the ball rolling. That sometimes can be the hardest part. So I'm going to break down some things for you today that will hopefully help you get started. Hopefully will help you get the ball rolling so that way you don't feel stuck anymore. I want to make sure that you know that I have one-on-one strategy sessions where we can actually sit down and make a roadmap on what to do. I have a lot of resources that you can gather from yourself. But if you're still finding that that's not enough, then let's sit down one-on-one. I will create this roadmap for you once I have an understanding of your full financial situation and I will help you take the steps to implement that. You can also work with me one-on-one with coaching on a monthly basis where we really, we will meet twice a month and we will gather all of your debt and we'll kind of make a plan together and we will sit there and I'll help you figure out what to do first, where to start, what moves to make, and you kind of just implement what I'm teaching you and what I am sharing with you and get the ball rolling. Let's get started. When you want to pay off debt, you always want to start with the biggest debt first. Nine times out of 10, credit cards are going to be your highest interest paying consumer debt that you have and really that the average American has. I mean, nine times out of 10 people have credit card debt, which is 
all their own doing. And that can be so hard to get out of. So that's why I want to make sure that you, number one, start paying that off first. Number two, stop getting yourself into credit card debt. Interest rates for credit cards are anywhere between 12 to 30%. If you have credit card debt, this 100% needs to be your main priority to pay off first, right? Then you need to do whatever you can in your power to get yourself out of credit card debt and to stay out of credit card debt because that is ridiculous. The interest rates that you pay on credit card debt is absurd. And nine times out of 10, you're in credit card debt for your own spending habits, for your own way of living. And so if you can change and tweak those little things, you will be able to help yourself slash prevent yourself from getting into credit card debt in the future slash furthering your credit card debt. So always start with your credit card debt first. If you have thousands and thousands of dollars on credit cards, do whatever it takes right now to get those paid off. Stop spending on them. Stop adding to them. A lot of people will say, I just feel like I'm not paying off my credit cards. I feel like I'm not seeing any, I'm not seeing the number go down. Well, are you still spending on them? Because if you're still spending on them, that's probably part of the problem as well. The next piece of debt that I would start with are going to be car payments. Depending on your credit score, depending on what other loans that you may have, you may have a car payment with an interest rate between 4 to 15%. And if you have one of those rates that are 10% or higher, I would do one of two things. I would, one, see if there's a way that you can refinance that for a lower rate. Two, if you don't have any credit card bills, um, to think of and consider, then I would see what you can do about paying your car off early, sending extra payments each month, or just sending, you know, $50, $100, whatever it is here and there to help yourself chip away at that. So we said first credit cards, because that's going to be anywhere between 12 to 30%. Next is going to be your car, because that typically interest rates range between 4 to 15%, depending on credit and your current situation. The next debt that I would attack once I have no credit card debt, no high interest, paying car payment, car debt, whatever, is school loans slash personal loans. Now, depending on, you may not have school loans, but you may have a personal loan. It just depends on what bank you used, what your credit was at the time, what terms you agreed upon, right, for your interest rate. I know for me and my husband, our school loans had interest rates between 3.5 to 6.5, I think, because if you have graduate school loans, those are going to be higher than undergraduate school loans. There's a lot of factors to consider and to take into place, but usually school loans slash personal loans are going to be on the lower end, especially if you did a personal loan and you have a trusted relationship with that bank. For me, I bank with Chase and I've been with them since I started banking. So we have a very good rapport and a good standing history. So if I called them and needed a personal loan, I would have to look into it, but I could guarantee that the interest rate wouldn't be too incredibly high. So that would be the next set of loans I would attack. And the last piece of debt that I would worry, that I would ever worry about, is medical bills. And this is so common in today's world. That's because healthcare is so 
not affordable in the United States. And people either don't have insurance or they do have insurance and their insurance did not cover enough. There's a lot of factors to consider when it comes to medical debt. If you follow me on social media at all, you know that my husband and I are actually going through medical bills slash medical debt of our own right now because he had to go to the emergency room back in April. And granted, he has insurance. Thank you for that. Woohoo. Right. But he still owes three, four grand worth of medical bills because he went to the emergency room, right? For one day, not even eight hours, I think. Right. So imagine somebody that doesn't have insurance that went to the emergency room. I mean, it's an emergency, right? You don't have an, any other option. It's your life, right? You have to do these things sometimes. <laughs> Healthcare is just so not affordable in the United States. So, with that, though, the good thing is when it comes time to pay those medical bills off, they are usually very low interest. And here is a great point. Even if you pay any small amount when that bill comes in, if you start sending 5 10 whatever, $20 a month, any small amount that you can pay towards those medical bills, they cannot legally send it to your credit to hurt your credit score, Right. When you ignore those and when you don't make any efforts to pay them, that's when they send them to your credit report. They send them to collections and that's when it negatively hurts your credit. But if you pay any amount, then that can help you in the long run. And usually if you call them, you can either set up payment plans with them and sometimes 0% interest, sometimes at a very low interest rate, or you can even ask them to settle. For example, one of my husband's medical bills is $550. I'm not real sure, but I'm going to call and ask if they will take 300, 400, whatever. I'm going to say, Hey, I have $300 cash right now that I can pay this in full while you guys settle because nine times out of 10, they will. I could do a whole separate podcast about medical bills and how to properly attack them, which I think I'm going to. One, because I'm going through it right now with my husband and his bills. And two, I have a really good friend who has gone through and is currently going through this as well. And she has such a powerful testimony because of her story. And so I would love to get her on here and share this with you. The last tidbit I'm going to say, though, about medical bills is, number one, if you have insurance, you can always call your insurance and see if they will cover more. Insurance is a scam. I think medical insurance sucks. It's trash. Let's be honest, right? So you have to do the work to fight for yourself in those instances, right? Um, do I want to pay the $3,000, the $4,000? that my husband owes for that ER visit? No, not necessarily. So I am doing things to fight for us slash advocate for him so that we don't have to put our money towards that. I would much rather my money go into the bank slash into a savings account, into retirement, whatever it may be, instead of paying off the medical bills. But life happens, right? You have a baby, you have to go to the ER, you, whatever the emergency, whatever the medical expense may be, happens. That's a part of life, right? So what you do with that and how you approach it further is what's really going to help you in the long run. So I really want to close this whole what debt to pay off first podcast with saying not all consumer debt is bad, right? And when I say consumer debt, I'm talking about credit cards, I'm talking about car loans, um, any other type of 
loan that you may need. I don't know if you buy a couches and put it on a credit card. I think that's credit card debt. I don't think that's like couch debt. I don't know if that's a thing. <laughs> um, but not all consumer debt is bad, right? Where you really need to be careful is getting yourself caught up in the high interest debt, meaning the debt that has interest rates of 15 and higher to me is insane and absurd. You'll spend your money faster than you can save it, which will get you in this never ending cycle of spending money, paying off debt. So you're never really out of debt. You never really have your money working for you. My personal rule of thumb when it comes to what debt to pay out first, get a pen, get a piece of paper, and I want you to go through your entire financial picture, write out all your debts, capital one credit card. I owe $10,000 and it has an interest rate of 25% and my minimum payment is $45. I don't know, whatever your situation is. I want you to go one by one by one with all of your debt. Start with all of your credit card debt. Start with all of your car, school loans, personal loans, medical bills, anything. If you have five credit cards, I want you to write all five of those out, okay? When you're done, you've wrote out the names of each of them, how much you owe on each of them, your interest rate that you're currently paying, and the minimum payment. I want you to put all of that debt in order from the highest interest rate to the lowest interest rate. Then I want you to make all the minimum payments on all of your debt except the one with the highest interest rate. That's the one that you want to start with first. Usually that's your credit card debt, right? What I want you to do is once you're done making all the minimum payments on all of your other debt, this keeps you in the good graces with them so that you don't get sent to collections and that way it doesn't hurt your credit. After you've done that, you're going to put any extra dollar that you have towards that highest interest paying debt and start the payoff process. Now, a question you may have is, I have two credit cards that have the same interest rate, 25% and 25%. If you find yourself in that situation specifically, I want you to look at which one has the lower balance and start putting your efforts towards that one because you're going to be able to pay that one off quicker. When you're done, you can cut it up, move on and take all of that money, that minimum payment and whatever extra you were sending, and you can now send it to that next credit card that had that same interest rate. You are going to see your efforts starting to double and triple once you start actually making payments towards your debt. At first, it can seem like a really slow process, but it's something that you have to stick with. You have to be disciplined and you have to work hard towards Things that I do that motivate me or things that I did that motivated me when I was paying off debt is I would get a tracker of some sort and I would write out whatever debt I was trying to tackle for that month, for the month, and in general, whatever it was. And every time I'd pay $100, $10, just depending on how much you have, right? I could color in a square or I would cut off a piece of paper that if I had 10000 on, I paid off 100 now I have 9900 right? I could cut off a $100 square. Whatever it is, Google on Pinterest or go to Pinterest and find debt payoff trackers and download it and put that on your fridge and use that as your motivation to help you get this debt taken care of. I have so many free resources, whether that be my social media, TikTok and Instagram, my website, my blog, 
or my podcast. But if you're finding yourself needing more strategy and needing more accountability when it comes to your debt payoff journey, then shoot me a DM either on Instagram, Facebook, or shoot me an email and let's see if we'd be a good fit for either a strategy call or monthly coaching. I know sometimes the price for monthly coaching, which is 397, that's what it starts at for monthly, month to month can be overwhelming, but I offer payment plans and I do that because I want to help you. And I just want to say this one thing. I'm working with a client right now and since working with me, she's already paid off $10,000 and it's been a month and a half. So I want you to know that this is possible for you too. Sometimes it takes another set of eyes slash another set of hands and pot to help you see and help you work through the things that you can't or the things that you don't necessarily see. So shoot me a message, shoot me an email, whatever it may be. And let's see if we'd be a good fit to work together because I want you to have your money working for you instead of against you. And I would love to help if possible. That's all for now, guys. If you have any questions or if you have any podcast recommendations, make sure to let me know and I'll see you next time. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the Debt-Free CEO Podcast. Make sure you leave us a review and check us out on meganmendez.com. Connect with me on Instagram and Facebook at meganmendez underscore underscore. In the meantime, happy budgeting. See you next time.